Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brendan McCullough, Matt Basta, and Mark Choi. It's been a while, guys. How are you all doing? Doing good, man. How's it going? Got the full crew here. The full crew. crew here, and my boy Basta's here. Wait, am I not part of the crew? (laughs) Basta's part of the crew, but he's awesome from from that. We're like the three musketeers and Basta. Bass is part of the crew, but he's my boy Basta. (laughs) He's the brains of the operation, obviously. (laughs) Doug's the leader, Basta's the brains. I'm the Q one? And Mark's the wild card. You're like like Shaggy from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I'm like, what? Shaggy? (laughs) You're like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I'll take that. (laughs) I got this talking dog that no one seems to question. Like, yeah, there's no such thing as this ghost or monsters, but this dog has gained sentience. Whatever. We'll just drive around because we're homeless. <laughs> yeah. It, it, also, did nobody else find it weird that, like, seven people slept in the back of, like, a relatively small van? I saw, like, a, I mean, I don't know, it's not, like, a theory, but, like, a suggestion someone said online where it's just, like, it's in the 70s and they were uh, draft dodgers for the Vietnam War. So it, like, made sense why they were kind of just, like, vagabonds, like, driving around the country all the time. Like kind of homeless, so they all lived out of the mystery machine, and it's like, yeah, that that yeah, actually kind of makes sense. I don't really buy that so much. I mean, I there's mean, only makes- like two of them that would have would have qualified for the draft, and the rest mm. of them they weren't really drafting women at that point, were they? So I don't know. I could see Scooby Doo getting into wacky hijinks in the army, like Mash. What's Velma doing there? What? Why is Velma it like um um? Anyway, sorry. Every group needs a smart one. Really. Yeah, we're <laughs> derailings immediately, immediately, which is expected when all of us immediately. Are on. This um, is why we're not back on often. <laughs> um, let's talk video games though, because that's what we're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. Let's hear from Mark, because I think you're the person we haven't heard from in the longest. Okay, yeah, I can. Uh, thanks, Doug. Yeah, I'll take the stage here. Um, <laughs> so I want to. I'll give you guys two uh, two guesses as to what I've been playing. Persona and- Five. I didn't finish talking yet, but yes, I've been yeah. playing. I've been playing Persona Five. Uh huh. Um, Life is it's going. It's going very well. Uh, some may say that I haven't really been pushing myself to limits with this game, and they would probably be right. Um, but you know, I'm taking. It's. I don't even know if I call it a slow burn, but it's uh, a glacial burn. Game, yeah, this game's really long, guys. It's on average, like an average playthrough is about 100 hours, I've heard. Mm-hmm. So, let's just put it this way. The amount of time I have in the game would have completed probably two normal games, but I'm only like a quarter of the way through. <laughs> yeah, that's so, understandable. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Do you think you could put a percent to like your completion or not really? Like That's hard to do. Uh, yeah, I know how many dungeons there are, and I know how many I beat. So I guess I'm probably like 25, 30% of the way through. Nice. Yeah. It's coming along. It's it's such a fun game. It's so good. It's so polished. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't played it myself, but I watched someone do a whole full playthrough of it because I don't own a PS3 out here, so or a PS4. So I, I figured I'd rather have the story, like see the story and have it spoiled for me because I don't think I'll ever play it in any reasonable amount of time. So I've watched someone play through it all, and it's very good. I agree with Mark, but it's yeah. with some of the Persona games, and it's a, a known, uh, I don't know, problem, but like 
trope or yeah, contingency. Real, real drawn out some of those dialogue scenes. Like, I think at the end, there's a solid hour and a half where the player doesn't do anything and it's just talking after talking after talking after talking after talking. It's just like, Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a great yeah. game, but like, that's gotta be my biggest complaint is. There's some, some really hilarious scenes in it. In fact, one that happened last night, I want to spoil it so badly, but. It's st- the game's still pretty new, so I won't do it. Yeah, I mean, um, Atlas even cracked down on people where, like, you can't show certain scenes if you play after this point. Like, they've since re- gone back on that, but, like, even they were super strict on spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just hold off. I will say, though, there is one scene where they're talking, and then five minutes later, they do a flashback to that exact scene. Not even five <laughs> minutes. Like, this isn't like a movie. It isn't a show where you're binge watching it and you're supposed to see every episode every week. Instead, you're just binge watching it all in one day. Like that happened five minutes ago. You don't That's need to great. replay the whole scene that I just saw. Like that one annoyed me a lot because I'm just like, this is insane. Yeah, um, I'm definitely gonna new game plus this. It's gonna be fun. Although, actually, maybe I maybe I won't do that immediately because then I still have. Still have a lot of stuff to do. I've on PS4 alone. I need to beat Star Ocean. I need to beat uh, the Sword Art Online game. I need. How to don't beat... you beat it once and then think about a second playthrough of it? Yeah, and then I have all my Steam games, and then my 3DS games. Then I bought a new Vita game recently. You're um, very casual about all these games, but that's like 200 plus games. Yeah, yeah that's insane. Well, <laughs> game library alone is alone is a hundred. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying not to let it all. I'm trying not to let it overwhelm me. I'm trying <laughs> to keep a good a good attitude. I'm answering everything I'm saying as a question. <laughs> <laughs> With a kind of uptick on the tone at the end. <laughs> oh, I'm not quite good. sure how's this going about. Yeah. Oh, actually, I remember another game I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, a mobile game, which is unusual for me, but I'm kind of liking it. Uh, it's the Fire Emblem game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, you, It's like a grid-based turn-style RPG thing where certain colors are better against other colors. So, like, g- green is good against, like, red, and red is good against blue, and it's like, Kind of like, if you want to think about, like, rock, paper, scissors. Um, and there's a storyline with it, and it's completely free. And it's been oh. killing a lot of a lot of downtime at work and uh, I heard a lot during about my it. day. I didn't know it yeah, was free, a, though. Oh, yeah, it's a great game, too. And it's there's not been any point where I've felt the need to purchase anything. Uh, you can actually beat the game without buying nice. one thing. And oh, that's probably God. because it's made by Nintendo, so they're not really, like money grabbing yeah i was surprised when nick said on the most recent podcast that how he beat the peggle mobile game without paying anything because like i too thought the whole time there's definitely going to be a level where it's like you can't proceed without at least giving them some kind of money for a power up or whatnot but i i hate when games are like they kind of purposefully do that yeah it's like uh was it freemium games like it is possible technically to beat it without paying it, but you either need a high skill set or a lot of time. Yeah, it's going to take triple the amount of time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, no, it's so it sounds like I haven't been playing a lot, but I really have. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's that should keep you pretty busy. <laughs> I think yeah, I think the so. thing is you played a lot of different things, so it's like instead of having like, you know, 15 hours in one game, you kind of have 15 hours in a bunch of different games, but an hour each of that. 
Yeah, no, I do. I do jump around a lot. I was even still playing some 3DS games on the on the airplane last weekend when I went down to Florida. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I play one game and I play it for like 20 hours a day until I beat it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can move on to someone else. I'm all. Yeah. I'm all good. Let's I'll hear from Basta. Here I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, so, I was wondering where Basil went, but Harry is. Harry am. Yeah. Harry am. Harry am. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, well, I haven't been playing too many games. Uh, I quit my job, so that's oh. a game. Welcome to the unemployment of. party. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, would have F- chips over here, but we can't afford them. Do you guys remember the game Seven Days to Die? Yeah, I have Actually, that. yes. It's fun. They're still updating it. Like, yeah. Like it's it's still a thing, um, mm-hmm. and so I've been enjoying that a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's weird. Is, because I you, love that game. You go to their website and their homepage. Um, the most recent dated thing is like April of 2016. But then you go to their news page and like the the latest post was two days ago. Um, Sweet and. The game is just awful. <laughs> like that title is awful. Is it a reference to the the ring or what was that? It was like seven days. Yeah, something. Right. Who knows? We may never know. But I mean, the graphics are sort of crappy. It, like it they they tried to right. use textures that were way higher quality than the the things they were texturing. This is like an incredibly high res texture on a very low poly model (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and i mean certainly like that's not always the case but like i would see it and i'm like wait a minute and then there's just a lot of stuff that just doesn't really look right um a lot of stuff behaves very weird um and honestly like i can't really wrap my head around the game in in the sense that like you sort of have to it's 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 a zombie survival crafting horror game right yep so it is the epitome of Steam Early Access. Yeah, it, yeah. You're running away from zombies, and you've just got to survive for as long as you can. So just a lot of tropes wrapped up into one, like a like a big trope burrito. Um, <laughs> trope burrito? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to play. It's a lot of fun to watch. Go on YouTube and watch people just, like, flounder at this game. I mean, <laughs> listen... They've been working on this thing for God knows how long and four years or going on four years. Going on four years. Alpha yeah. sixteen yeah. coming out. <laughs> Alpha Fuck sixteen. I, I pulled down. it up just to take a look and the trailer that I found was a live action. I hate when yeah. video games are like have a live action trailer, but then I did get to see some gameplay in it. Yeah, like Brent said, the epitome of early access, like it's always about zombies and it's always like out for years, but they never complete the game. But hey, you're you're giving them credit. At least they're making a new alpha. But it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, fucking... I appreciate that they're they're still chugging away on it. But it feels very much like they're trying to be um, the Minecraft guys. So M- Minecraft has been out since like what 2010. It was like seven years. Um, I was very much on the the early Minecraft train. Like it was. I remember that. Yeah, you were. I, I mean, yeah, I was playing it at, at the sales. Like it was, it was like super, super early on. Like it wasn't even like really beta at that point. Um, I played it all through beta. I played it past the public release. It was, it was a joy. Um, but you know, it never really 
was finished. And even now, like Minecraft, they're still updating it, right? But at least, you know, Minecraft, they're on version like 1.9 or 1.10 at this point. Um, Anyway, like if you look at the release notes for this latest version, electricity, we've added a complete functional electricity system with a wiring tool, power sources, lights, switches, triggers, traps, and more. These items are gated by perks, loot found, and trader-only items you can buy. And it's like, is this really what this game needs at this point? <laughs> you know, like as, as an engineer, I could see the appeal of building a speaker or a shotgun turret or a dart trap. But like, this is a zombie survival game and it's still in alpha. And it's been that way since 2013. Um, maybe it's time to, to kick it up a couple notches. So yeah, I'm with you, dude. Yeah, so, so seven days to die developers should or get off the pot, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> it should be seven years to die because by the time they're done with it. I mean, yeah. it, here's, yeah. here's, a, here's a, a great example of when you know you need to shit or get off the pot. Before Alpha 16 was Alpha 15B8, <laughs> right? But, or, sorry, sorry, Alpha, alpha 15.2B8. Yeah. Uh, 15.2, if you're dot releasing your alphas, what the fuck? <laughs> like That's some like Kingdom Hearts 2.8 fucking shit where it's just like we're not even doing like halves anymore. It's like give me a fucking break. It's even worse than that cuz they never had a first version. This is a pre-release. It is a pre-release oh, pre-beta pre-release version. Right? Yeah, yeah. It would be like if they were like here's version 0.9. <laughs> yeah. I got on this game um actually a couple of months after it came out, I remember my friend and I, back in college, both bought it. Um, we decided to play together, and I, I don't know how the game looks now, but... Not much Oh different. my god, it is so hard to stay alive for more than, like, five minutes. And the spawns for supplies are completely broken, or at least they were back then. Probably so you couldn't. You couldn't find anything. And the zombies were impossible to kill uh and the only time i ever had success and started having fun was when my friend and i found somebody's secret base <laughs> and nice. followed a tunnel all the way underground and there was just this backpack on the ground and i picked it up and it had like every single like master item that you could craft and i had like a crossbow and like a gun and everything and i just took it um and then then the game got more fun but uh the- the thing is, yeah. Seven Days to Die and Daisy are some of the oldest perpetrators of this, and the reason early access games have such a bad reputation is because they've been going on for years and have really showed no sign of actual progress of finishing the game. Um, like you said, well, they have Alpha no incentive. 16. Yeah, they have no reason to because people are already buying it. Yeah. And with early access, it gives them an excuse to still have the game fundamentally broken and like game-breaking bugs and glitches, while they can still polish this turd and make it look shiny and introduce electricity and stuff. It's like, well, maybe instead of introducing all this flair and additional bullshit, maybe fix the actual core of the game and get a strong foundation. They're like, nah, that takes a lot of work. We know how to add frill and, you know, glorify it. But, you know, actually finishing the game and completing it? No, we're going to keep milking it out. Whereas they could have taken all this development, put it into a sequel game, put it into a yeah, DLC pack exactly. or an expansion if they just finished the fucking game two years ago like they probably should have. It, like you said, it's still an alpha. It's not even beta yet, and they're still doing all this. 
Oh, you want to remember? I remembered the most annoying thing about that game. The thing that made you lose constantly is that there's a a thirst and hunger meter. Yep. Oh, mm. God. Yeah, that gets you every time. That, like, doesn't even work in real time for, like, a real human being. Like, you'll, you'll walk for, like, five minutes and you're... you're thirst bar will be at 50 percent it's like Mark, oh my god this guy must be a camel you know as a dark cloud player though like the thirst bar goes yeah. down pretty quick in that game too so i think it's oh it does to, it's meant to be challenging rather it not, is it's but like realistic but this is like at least in dark cloud you could get the water in yeah. this game like i said <laughs> there's no you can't find that anywhere oh god you can't even You'll just spawn, and you won't even spawn with, like, a little bit of water. You'll just have nothing, and you'll just walk ten feet and die. <laughs> it won't even be from a zombie. Oh, uh, well, I guess, okay, well, I'll d- dive into my games, and then we'll go to Brand. But the, mine's only really one game, and it's that Prey game that everyone's, I, I mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking good, but it's really goddamn challenging. Like, I've been putting yeah. a couple hours in each night, but, like, Damn, it is like, I don't know, your your average gamer might struggle with it. And that's the thing, I think I'm only playing it on normal, but these goddamn alien things, I don't, I forget what they're called, they have a name, but uh, they like, well, f- there's one type of them specifically called the Mimic, and they can just take the form of any specific like random object, and you'll just be walking in a room like, barely any health left, and then the thing will just jump out of nowhere and kill you, and it's just like, fuck! And especially, you gotta quick save in that game. It's like so important, because I'll make so much progress, and then just like, the littlest thing will just kill me out of nowhere. Or, like, there's even, like, obstacles where, like, you open a door, and if, like, that room has, like, electricity going on in it, or, like, and it's just kind of out of control, like, a random electrical bolt will just come out of nowhere and just kill your your character, and it's just, like, super frustrating. But as long as you can persevere, it's limited ammunition. I have finally found, like, this, like, silenced uh, pistol that I use as, as long as I can, like, fabricate the ammunition for it and stuff. But as I was making progress in the game, I got to this point, I don't think this is spoiler-y at all or anything, but I came across, like, this giant enemy, and I'm like, I don't know if it's a mini-boss, a boss, or just, like, another kind of thing I'm going to be encountering as I go throughout the game, but this thing's massive, and it had, like, double turrets on it, it's, like, just destroying me, like, I I really didn't stand much of a chance, and the thing is, it was, like, protecting this fabricator, because in the game, you can collect all these different types of items, and if they're not useful or or something, you can put them in this thing called the recycler, and that'll tear it down to like it's like different uh, elements and like atoms and stuff, and then like compact them into just like raw material. And then you can take that raw material and put it in a fabricator and make things like med kits and bullets and all this other shit that's like essential as you play the game. Um, I, so he's protecting one of those fabricators, and I have all this like material. So I eventually got around to, to sneaking around. He followed me to the one side of the room. I got to the freaking fabricator and started making all the bullets I could. And then I remembered I had this item I hadn't used yet, an EMP charge. And I threw the EMP charge at him. It disabled his turrets temporarily. And I just unloaded like all the bullets I just essentially fabricated and finally was able to take him down. But it was like a lot of me like trial and error to even take that bitch down. And he was super challenging. So overall, game's really good. There's lots of like, you can go out in outer space once you get like this like, booster pack or whatever and you can like kind of control like how fast you boost in outer space and i don't know lots of exploring i still have way more to go i honestly think i'm less than 20 percent through the game and i've put a lot of time into it so i'm eager to see what happens and make more progress but i do highly recommend it it's quite a good game sounds like it's almost like a roguelike with how much you're gonna die and just quick save and have to reload the room 
I, Dark Souls comes to mind when I think about it. I'm like, I haven't died this much since that game specifically, Dark Souls 3. So I'm like, it just makes, but it's not, I don't want to put it in that like tier of difficulty unless like if you raise the difficulty, I'm playing on normal. Like I said, there's like other difficulty levels. I can't imagine. It would just be like, you're getting destroyed left and right. It kind of reminds me like of uh, Persona where in it's a turn-based battle system and I I think I enjoyed watching it more than actually playing it because I feel like the battle system for me would have gotten really annoying. It's super grindy at times. But um, in certain dungeons, you'll have certain enemies just one-shot kill your party members yeah. instantly. And you don't find that out until you actually encounter them for the first time. And all of your party members, you can replace them or heal them unless it's the main character. If the main character dies, it's instantly game over and you'll lose all of your progress. Oh, so God. it's super annoying where the first time you encounter an enemy, he does an instant kill on the main guy. And then it's like, yep. congrats, you lost 30 minutes of gameplay because there's the dig- uh, the save points are few and far between at times. Yeah. So it can get really annoying with stuff like that. Yeah, I that I'm I'm grateful that this game gives me the ability to quick save at like any given point, but then I'll like quick save with like 30 health, no med packs, and then mm-hmm. be like in a real tough spot. I'll be like, fuck. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, Bren, let's hear from you. What have you been playing? Ah, oh, jeez. I'd like to say I've been busy, but it's just been fucking chaos. So I've been playing Binding of Isaac a lot, which is what oh, I shit. do when my life is spiraling out of control. Um at this point, I'm not even, like, doing challenges anymore. I'm just playing it to see what the weird combinations of the powers I can get. So, like, the last run I did, I just got, like, ten different bomb upgrades. So when I laid w- one bomb, it just, like, would obliterate anything in the room. Um, and that's kind of why I love Binding of Isaac. It's just seeing the way the different powers combine with each other. And it's um, it's always unique every time you play it. Um, but along those lines, Ed- Edmund McMillan, I think his name is, is the lead developer on that, announced he's making a new game. So it's the end is nigh, and uh, it's definitely his style, and it looks neat, but it just seems like a basic platformer. So I mean, I'll, I'll probably still give it a try, but it nothing I've seen in the uh, first trailer has seemed unique. It just okay. seems like a very dark platformer back on his like Newground days. So, Interesting. Still good. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah, uh, Overwatch's uh, anniversary events going on right now and they have some of the best skins to date so I've been grinding away at those um, and the the loot uh, the drop system for the loot crates are still absolutely broken I've gotten like three or four duplicate skins for the event and <sighs> when in the initial event the legendary skins are a thousand dollars or a thousand coins and if you get a duplicate of that it's 200 so it's a fifth of the price you would get back for a duplicate in the uh, event, the event legendary skins are 3,000 to make them more rare, and you still only get back 200, so you get 1 15th of what that skin is worth. Oh my god. So it's, and there's clearly some sort of bug at the drop rate, where if you get one of these things, you get a lot more of them. It's happened for every event for me, where I've gotten one, either pose or skin or voice line or something, but I've gotten that specific one four or five times during an event. So I don't know what Blizzard's doing, I think that's kind of why they're not revealing their drop rates or code for at least America they have for China. Yeah. So that's super irritating, but the game's as fun as ever. They're releasing a new map and stuff. So I really enjoy it. Um, what else? Oh, a buddy of mine bought me. Uh, I, I don't know if he bought me out of his kindness of his heart or he fucking hates me and he bought me a, bought me this game as a cruel uh, prank, but it got me a Guilty Gear. Uh, I think the full name's like Guilty Gear revelator 2 or something yeah was that on ps1 at one point or uh it's a big franchise so 
you might have seen one of the Guilty Gears before. Yeah, I'm fairly sure that's where I'm remembering it from. Yeah, this is the latest like iteration. So there's like it's Guilty Gear Xrd, like XRD, and then it's Revelator, and then this is Revelator Two, which is kind of just essentially an update patch for balancing out the characters. It's a two D fighting game for anyone. Who yeah. Doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, Guilty Gear is a PlayStation. The original Guilty Gear was on PS One, so that's neat. Yeah, it's it's a long running franchise, and this is just like the latest one. And like I said, Revelator Two is like the newest patch to balance out certain characters who were either broken or glitched out like i think one character johnny still is invincible if he does one move right he still has certain frames that are invincibility um i've been told it's like the fighting games fighter game like it's really intense and i cannot play it online i have to play it with my buddy because everyone online is just like godly level of fighting games like it's absurd how much damage they can do to you and before you can even move and like the fan base for guilt gear isn't the biggest. It's not as big as like Street Fighter or Tekken, but I think they're definitely the most passionate, and they're very nice. They're welcoming. They, I've already joined like a few groups who are trying to teach me how to play because they want more people in, involved. But like, holy hell, is it a really precise and intense fighting game? And I'm enjoying it, but I'm absolutely shit at it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible. At it. Um, but it's very fun. I've been enjoying that a lot. Uh, I think that's all I've been playing. Okay. Um, well, let's do some stumpers if Matt's prepared for that. We haven't. Oh, I'm so prepared. I'm so (laughs) prepared. I'm always prepared for stumpers. Play the jingle. You guys in the uh, like you should wait till the holiday. Smile, you're on Game Boy Camera. What the fuck? I love I had a Game Boy Camera. I was very (laughs) proud of it. I had a Game Boy Camera and a printer. I love the musical numbers because they happen so frequently and they are so infrequently related to anything anyone is talking about. <laughs> yep. Just like Clearly the gifts whatever. that he posts in Slack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys ready for some stumpers? Yes. All right, here comes some stumpers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you guys a softball. This one, this one comes to us from an unknown topic. Let's say New York Yankees, mm. and the question <laughs> is. Why do so many people wear Yankees hats? So many people inside and outside of the New York City limits wear Yankees hats. And I'd be willing to bet that many of them couldn't tell me what an RBI (laughs) stands for. So how come they choose Yankees hats to wear besides the fact they have 27 championships? Is it because it's fashionable? Yeah, I think it's because of Fred Durst. (laughs) Wait, the guy from Limp Bizkit or the guy from Jinx, the serial killer? Oh Jesus! Or no, uh, that's Robert know. Durst. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't know that was he had a name that went with a serial killer. But no, yeah. I just I know on our a show on the network Dumbbells and Dragons, uh, I was talking about uh, hats or something. I forget what it was, but he brought up that he wears a New York Yankees hat because of Fred Durst. So there's got to be he must be. Wait, what you're saying Fred Durst has inspired someone to do anything? 
Yeah, well, dude, okay, that's you must have missed that episode, or I forget I if it was our show or his show, but I, I, when I was growing up, I was like, I don't know, I literally found, like, from, it was, can't be elementary school, but, like, it was something very young, and it was like, uh, I was reading it, and it was me being like, yeah, Fred Durst is the best, and I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> really? I'm not oh. even kidding. So I, I'll have to find that and see what, like, the actual Doug Coleman quote is from, like, fucking the 90s about Fred Durst. <laughs> Oh, that's probably my favorite thing. It's like all this social media stuff. It's like it was before. Maybe I was just a late adapter to it because it was before I was a dumb teenager and before I could have this stuff permanently online forever. So I dodged those bullets. Um, yeah. Why are they? Why are the hats popular? I feel like he says it in the question because they have twenty-seven championships. People are fucking bandwagoners. They just jump on because they're a good team because they can buy all the best players. Yeah, and maybe they see someone else wearing it and they're like, "That's a cool symbol." Jay-Z wears them a lot. He made them particularly popular. I mean, maybe, maybe it has to do with the fact that there's 8.5 million people in the city of New York. M- maybe. So, like, maybe. Why does Mark have an English accent? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I love Basta. We seem to have run out of bullets in the, in the cart. So, I went ahead and I loaded up the rifles with baked beans. <laughs> is this going to become a, a recurring theme where, where Mark goes a little bit British uh, from the British. last time he was on uh, uh, Stumpers? And yeah. uh, we just sort I of replay that. that moment. It's his, it's his uh, Stumpers persona. It helps him answer the questions better. Wrong kind of Yankees, Mark. This, this is the, the baseball. <laughs> yeah. Blasted Yankees. Filthy colonists. <laughs> Throwing our tea into the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If Nick didn't hate us from the last time we made a bunch yep. of British accents. <laughs> here we oh, go. Here we are. This is what you get for coming on my podcast when I'm not here, Nick. Maybe they wear them because the hats tend to be blue and they absorb more light than white hats. <laughs> and it makes your head warmer. <laughs> Isn't Mark's that the opposite of the point of wearing a hat? Isn't the point of a hat to keep your head cooler, generally? Well, you want to you keep, keep the, sh- the sun out of your eyes, but yeah. you gotta keep that noggin toasty. <laughs> really? <laughs> For all those half-baked ideas, you gotta get them fully baked. <laughs> <laughs> God I'm proud of my own one. I'm oh, proud of that one. Oh, Jesus. Not long ago, Basta posted in our Slack a picture of how does a xenomorph wear a hat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, it's got to be a Yankees hat, and it's on backwards. And there's a bunch. We'll put a picture in the show notes. Yeah, well, there's there's a number of different um, sort of variations. So for those of you that don't know what a xenomorph is, it's the alien from the movie Alien uh, with the tiny mouth. And uh, number one, he's wearing the hat in the middle of his big long head. Number two, he's wearing the hat at the front of his big long head, shading what would otherwise be eyes. Um, Number three, he's wearing it on the back of his big long head. Number four, it's a very long hat. (laughs) It encompasses that whole the whole big long head. And then number five, it's just a tiny hat on his little mouth. I love number four because it reminds me of Rerun from what's happening with the just big hat that stretches all the way. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's that, like God. that same meme with the dog. Like, how would a dog wear pants? Like, God yeah, it's, it. yeah, it's exactly you that. You guys remember the video game Backyard Baseball? Oh, of course. There was a character no. in that game. <laughs> <laughs> dog with the delayed. <laughs> there, was, there was a character in Backyard Baseball. I'm pretty sure it was Pablo. 
And he wore just the biggest, most ridiculous hat. He had like a weird shape. Yeah, Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> and his hat wow. was like a fucking like train conductor hat, except it was like three times the size of his head. And, and it reminded me of that. Oh my God, that is massive. <laughs> reminds me of Scrubs when JD wears that hair mitt. And it's the helmet that protects your hair. And it's just a longer helmet. Oh, God. I got another one for you what guys. What are you doing? Oh. This, this question comes to us from the topic airports. And the question is, would airport security stop you if you had a lot of pairs of glasses? <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. That'd have to be some really elaborate terrorist plot. (laughs) Yeah, as long as the glasses are not, as long as they're not like hollow and you could put stuff in them, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. What about instead of a lot of glasses, it was just one really big pair of glasses. (laughs) You're just trying to get them into the x-ray machine. (laughs) Definitely get pulled over and stopped by airport security because I was thinking, if you take all the little like lenses from the glasses and then put them all together and glue them all together to make like a giant like magnifying glass, <laughs> you could no. point that at your window no, and then it'd like basically start a fire and that Doug is no. on okay. you. It would light a fire on you. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's not how magnifying glasses work. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. not yeah, how regular not glasses work either. It's not like you you wear a pair of glasses and if you look into the sun it fries your eyeballs like an ant. <laughs> well, maybe hey guys, where you come from. Yeah, hey guys, say. I found a, a cheap alternative to uh, LASIK eye surgery. I just stare at the sun and the laser goes <laughs> right into my eye. <laughs> As someone who is practically blind in my one eye with very thick lenses, no, that's it's not how it works. I've tried to start many a fires with my glasses. I think it's a safe bet to say. Depends on how many glasses you have. If it's too many to fit in your carry-on, then yeah, they're going to care. If not, then glasses up, my boy. <laughs> what if they're those uh, douchey glasses that don't actually have lenses, but instead have, like, mini blinds? Oh, uh, well, then, oh, then don't even get out of my airport. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get taken into that side room and worked over frivolously. Oh, Wait, actually, actually, I have, have a airport? story about uh yeah i've got an airport what, is that uh is that a uh, choi international yeah yeah that's it yeah <laughs> it's a pond skipper it's just a little you know quick pit stop and refills the plane and loads you up with classes <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's just like a little uh metal playground with like one of those airplanes on those big big old springs <laughs> spring. and, yeah. and mark gets into like the front of it and you <laughs> but he's super meticulous about it, like polishing it and like lifts up the hood. He somehow installed a hood into the airplane and working on it. Yeah, we uh due to some layoffs, our uh, baggage carousel no longer operates, so uh we we use we use a um a uh, potato cannon to to fire our customers' <laughs> luggage from the plane to the parking lot and then they have to just go pick through the pile and, and figure it out. <laughs> Damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just like a Did you try and hit their car from from the from the Well, I mean, I don't I don't want to cause, cause any <clears throat> unnecessary damage, but I mean, they they understand. They know what they're signing up for. Right. <laughs> so you you work the with uh, Spirit Airlines is what you're saying. I actually flew Spirit Airlines uh, <laughs> last weekend, believe it or not. Yeah, and how how uh, was that? Well, the airline itself was very turbulent, but 
the process of getting onto the airplane was what was really kind of uh, the more unsettling piece. So I walk through that little little scanner thing where you have to put your hands up, right? So I walk out, and they tell me to stop on the mat, and they look over at the little screen that tells you if you're good to go or not. Mm-hmm. Well, there was an outline of a human body, and then there was <laughs> a square around where my junk was. <laughs> So it's this human body, and then there's a square around where the penis is, and I started laughing hysterically. God damn it, Mark. Um, <laughs> Little but, known fact, Mark's genitals are permanently pixelated. That's yeah. just how they look. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, it gets it gets better. The woman's like, sir, okay, uh, stand over here. You're going to have to get um, – we're going to have to get someone to come over and pat you down. And I was like, oh, no. So the guy was – he came over. And he looked really uncomfortable. And he he asked me if I wanted to go into a private room to do this because <laughs> because it could be potentially embarrassing in front of all of these people waiting in line. Um, but I said, I you know, man, I got to get to my gate. I don't really have time for that. So let's just get it done here. And dude, it was it was weird. Thorough, it was wasn't really it? weird. He was grabbing everything, uh-huh, yeah. and he stuck his hand like between my butt cheeks and stuff. <laughs> God damn it! You know what? What? I, what? What I'm really interested in is if you own the airport here, um, isn't that technically your employee? <laughs> yeah, but he's just doing his job. Okay. Let's never think about that ever again. Here comes our next question. Coming Don't to worry, us, Doug will cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> coming likely. to us from the topic no! football, U.S. Are NFL owners the greediest people on earth? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I can't argue it. I'm I like, mean, <laughs> they're, they're not wrong. I mean, there's a reason why when NFL stadiums are built, it's used with taxpayers' money instead of the billionaires who own the team's money. So, yeah. Don't get me started on the Oakland Raiders. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, I mean, no one wants to talk about the Oakland Raiders. They're from Oakland. Ew. Hey. 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 Yeah. I I love anytime there's like a list of like worst football fans, it's always either Oakland or Philly right at the top. And it's just like, yes. Listen, (laughs) at least we don't throw batteries, okay? Yeah. Hey, Santa was drunk and a piece of shit. He deserved those batteries. (laughs) That's what people don't realize. That Santa was an asshole. Us throwing snowball fans at Dallas during winter games. That's fair, because they're from Dallas, and they shouldn't be in Philly to begin with. (laughs) People in glass houses shouldn't throw batteries, Bren. Um, Are NFL owners the greediest people on Earth? I like that this isn't Cora. Like, what answer do they expect from Cora about this? Uh, I'm going to say that they they might be. Maybe. (laughs) They I'll just, give them a maybe. They just went a solid maybe. Yeah, I'm with Mark on that one. Only because there could be someone greedier. I just can't think of them. Hello, gentlemen. My my name is Rutherford S. Crawford, and I I'm the owner of the <laughs> such a- the 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 the, two, the Tucson Toucans. <laughs> oh my! Is that a new team? Is that the AFL or the NFL? The the TFL the the. <laughs> The Tucson Toucan Federation League? League? Oh, the my. football league. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I am here. I'm here with my colleague, and I'm representing the Dodge Durangos. <laughs> 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 
So is it an affiliate team with the Dodge uh, car brand? <laughs> You'll no longer be uh, linebackers on the football team. It'll be just hatchbacks. <laughs> a hatchbacker? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. What All I right, done? everyone, you know what we're going to do to sell and this and move scene. on to the next question. We're going to everyone <laughs> yeah, go around. You get, you get three seconds to name someone greedier than a football uh, uh, whatever owner, a football team uh, owner. Yeah, and then we all, yeah, we all do that, and then we'll we'll move on to the next one. So right. let's get this going. Okay, we're gonna start with Pasta. All right, Pasta, you got. Uh, three who's seconds, that? Right? A fucking farmer, bro. Three, uh, two, uh, Martin Shkreli. Martin, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I you meant like an actual farmer, like old McDonald. I was like, no, what? not not like not like the pharmacist guy. Yeah, pharmacist no. guy. Yeah, yeah. Ph- okay. Pharmacy. Okay. Pharmacy. Yeah. Okay. Martin yep. Shkreli. All right, Bren, you're up. All right, three, two, Scrooge McDuck. One. Yeah, he's pretty greedy. He swims in gold. That would yeah. hurt a lot. Okay. You gotta be real greedy to do that. All right, Doug, you're up. All right, three, right. two, uh, one. Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I, I would argue with that. I feel like Dracula's the most generous person because he's just giving out immortality left and right. But he's stealing like, all that blood. It's just like, yo, he's he's hungry for that shit. Is it really but stealing, when he, though? When he turns you into a vampire, you then get all that blood you want. Dracula is a greedy motherfucker. He's got this castle. He could, I don't know. He just vampirism is money. A, vampirism is a pyramid scheme. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> you bite somebody, and then they bite somebody, and then they bite somebody, and all the blood trickles back to Dracula. That's how it always works. Jesus it's going to be a smog scenario. He's just going to be, they'll find Dracula, and he's on a big pile of gold. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, Mark, how about you? Mark, Don't yeah, leave oh, yourself out. Oh, no, I, I included myself in this, didn't I? Three, two, one. Uh, smog from The Hobbit. God, God damn it. <laughs> you stole yeah. my answer. All That's... right, but... <laughs> okay. On to the next one, Basta. All, All right, right yeah, here cool. it comes. This one comes when to us... turn into an improv podcast? <laughs> I like it. I'm it's enjoying fine. this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this one comes to us from the topic of monorails... What's the point of monorails? Isn't it basically a train? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry Seinfeld, what are you doing on? <laughs> oh, What's the deal with monorails? It's like a subway above ground. What's the deal? No one wants to see that. Put it back underground. <laughs> Monorail. Have you guys ever been to Disney World? Yes. <laughs> have you like ridden the monorail? Be, I think Supper I should be renamed. Yeah. You're not wrong because like all these questions are just like. I mean, Wait, he's got I, a point. I know what the point is. The point of monorails is for movies like the Power Rangers movie, not the recent one, the original one. <laughs> when, like the goddamn monorail. We don't acknowledge the recent one. because of like the, With the, the, the ooze guy, and then all of a sudden this like evil ship comes into like fucking White Ranger, puts his yeah, wings yeah. out to fucking. He becomes a bridge us. where the patterns on the wings perfectly sync up I'm to so, the monorail's tracks. So fucking glad you know it. Oh yeah, up, Ren. you're the shit. And then I I memorize like every scene of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh well oh no i'm mistaking i was gonna say didn't that also happen in fucking one of the early spider-mans but no that was an he, actual train well no it was a subway that went above ground so that begs oh. the question are those technically monorails because in new york that they have subways that go up and out and above the street but yeah, yeah he stops it he webs up all, all the building and holds it back 
Yeah. You know? So that's what I mean. That's the point of monorails, so they can be in superhero movies. <laughs> that's the only reason they exist. See, the it's only reason. Props. Yeah. To, to, to use as plot devices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to well, use in a scene where everyone sees Spider-Man's secret identity, and they all go, yeah, we're not going to tell anybody. Yeah, I'm sure one guy is not going to tell the Daily Bugle. One guy is not going to sell them out. That's the point of them. This next question comes to us from the topic, high school football. Is it possible for a billionaire to buy a high school football team from a school? <laughs> why would he uh, buy high school football? <laughs> why are you asking? What Are you a billionaire who wants to buy a high school football team? And are you just covering your legal basis? <laughs> Can I get a bunch of young high school age boys running around in my own private estate? Excuse I me, have what? the money to buy this team, but I'm going to cheap out on a lawyer and ask Cora instead. <laughs> I, I, it's I me, love Rutherford Crawfordson, and I'm I'm here for uh, representing the Tucson Toucans in the, the junior league down at the high school. Basta, these kids are not going to cut it. I love football, but I I'm not, hustle. More I'm hustle. not the greedy, greediest person on the planet. I'm pretty greedy, but not corporate NFL level greedy. Let me start off low at a high school level of greedy, and then work my way up. <laughs> it's not greedy if it costs less than a million dollars. God damn. I think this um so I what if the billionaire bought the high school football team mm. and the kids had no say in it and their parents just ended up taking the money and leaving and then they just I mean, had to play football for the rest of their lives. Isn't that the plot of Jimmy Neutron, basically? Isn't that the plot of Michael Jackson's later years? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Pays pay parents to have kids hang out with him. And then they're going to take the band to... <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going that the band <laughs> and the color guard. Oh, oh the humanity. Where does it stop? Are they going to get the track team? And the math club. Why not just buy the whole high school and then you get everything? I mean, at that point, the high school would probably actually get good funding and keep the extracurricular activities. Don't that t- don't tell Betsy DeVos, please. Don't don't say that too loud. <laughs> I oh, wish. Don't worry, her brother can just kill anyone who gets in the way since he's with Blackwater. Where the fuck the dude? If a is. billionaire bought a high school, he could instead of having school buses, there could be monorails to everybody's house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Do we think a high school would be better off with a millionaire buying it? I think it would just get worse. <laughs> I would be the coach, and I would come up with these drills to make all the, oh the players God, do no. them, and they wouldn't help them get better at football at all, and they would just be really confusing and really all right, guys. difficult. Let's hit, like, let's, hit the, let's hit the sheet. Let's hit the practice. No. Uh, what's the first drill? You have to carry this banana cream pie butt-to-butt with your partner, and walk it up and down field, weaving in between the coasts. Oh, gee, thanks, Coach Choi. You're really inspiring us to do better at the next big game. (laughs) At the next big game. Yeah, and the the next one, we're going to get one of those parachutes where everyone holds holds one of the little (laughs) corners. We're going to go up and down. Bounce the ball around in the center. Yeah, and and then the rule is whoever – Whoever was the last one to make it to the field has to start out underneath the parachute and then they have they have to they have to freestyle about um their favorite their favorite type of homework assignment. Yo, my name is Jake and I like to do some math. I like to do some math because it makes me real cool. 
And <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, let, let me ask you something. I, I going back right, to your right. idea about um, the the. <laughs> <laughs> the billionaire also buying the, the high school marching band. This seems like it would be right up your alley because uh, I think but, I think it's been well established uh, exactly what your favorite instrument is. Yeah. <laughs> that also read my mind because I was going to mention like yeah, just replace every instrument with tromboners. With tromboners. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, Mark would buy out the entire school just so he could have the marching band personally follow him around everywhere he goes. That'd be actually yeah. pretty interesting hearing some trombones do just percussion and then others do like the other, like try to do every part, but nothing but trombones. All right, guys, I just watched Air Bud 4 going for the longest yard and I got an idea. Instead of a dog, let's get this chameleon I found. We're going to give him the ball. Pass him ball every time. Good talk. Break. Nobody sure, went, you, you wouldn't know where the ball went. The chameleon would change colors. You lose him. He just be gone. Exactly. Holy it's just shit! Running on its own. You see, this is why you need a billionaire in the mix. You can't afford a chameleon otherwise. <laughs> right? They are expensive to uh, import from South. Or no, I got a whole export. chameleon farm. Got a got a whole Rutherford, ranch of them. Rutherford B. Crawford, when'd you get here? <laughs> I do not waste my time with such vermin. <laughs> I got all all sorts of color chameleons. I got dual color chameleons. I got. I got triple color chameleons. I got Neapolitan chameleons. Buster, can we make these two characters a re- reoccurring theme? The two oh, coaches. Let's never do <laughs> what, that. What about Buster? Let's, ne- let's never bring back uh, yeah, Rutherford Crawfordson. <laughs> Buster, oh if you do not do this, I'm not driving you home in my Dodge Durango to get some Wawa later. <laughs> This episode of ABTS is sponsored by Dodge Durango. That 10 inch sandwich is mine now. You <laughs> must understand this. I sincerely this. apologize to Nick. Um, if he's here, still with here us. Com- here, comes our, our, here comes the last one. Gonna read it off. This one comes first in the topic. Cats. How do dogs communicate with cats? <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening to Stumpers this week. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, that was a pretty solid episode. Let's do some plugs. I guess uh, last minute news stuff? Anything? Just real quick, anything like super relevant might want to get people's attention about. Uh, Life is Strange prequel got leaked. This isn't actually related to the next game Don't Not is talking about. Like the next Life is Strange game yeah. is unrelated to that announcement. This is also another Life is Strange game, but it's a prequel about uh, Chloe and Rachel Amber. That's right. <laughs> So we are going to have Chloe and stuff like so that's a recurring character and maybe Max will be involved. I highly doubt it. Because, uh, I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I'm not excited, but yeah. I'm going to uh, take off work for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would too. Don't doubt that. I love that series so much. Uh, Bubsby got announced for another Bubsby game coming out because fucking everyone loves Bubsy. God <laughs> damn. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, CD Project Red, the developers of Witcher. Uh, Witcher yeah. Are be actually being blackmailed by uh, a hacker who somehow got hold of some of their internal files and is holding it for ransom. And their response to that is saying, fuck them. We're not going to, uh, you know, comply with threats and uh, thieves. 
and most of the project, uh, most of the files that they stole are completely out of date and super old for the game they're working on, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. So they just pretty much said fuck them. Like, they, yeah, they don't good. give a shit. Yeah, like, don't good on them. Negotiate with terrorism. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins got leaked by another retail picture. Uh, who would have guessed? These leaks are outrageous. They're leaking more than the government. Oh, topical. Fuck <laughs> everything. I can't stand it. I promised Doug I wouldn't rant about it, but fuck this. Yeah. It seems like Assassin's Creed Origins takes place in ancient Egypt, which would have been great if it, the whole franchise was still relevant and or playable at all. They fucking blew their load. This, the, this. this could have been awesome if it was like the second or third game, but fuck them. Fuck Ubisoft and their new logo. <laughs> uh, and Battleborn, we talked about it before, and it's finally going free to play. So if you had any interest in playing Battleborn, uh, it's in its death roll. It's about to be killed off for good because it's free to play now, and anyone who had it before gets this huge bonus. So oh, and old listeners chance. of the show will remember I was a huge fan of the game Monument Monument Valley, and it's yeah. now the sequel is available for iOS only, which is ah uh, super killing me because I want to play the shit out of this game. But an Android version's on its way. No real yeah. confirmed release date as that I'm aware of yet. But Monument Valley it's two, check it out if you're on supposed iOS. Supposed to be great. Supposed to be just as good as the first one. Oh, and it was so good. I, I'm yeah. actually going to replay the first one in preparation for getting the second one. But let's do some plugs. Uh, listeners, where uh, listeners, where can we find you? Listener? <laughs> listeners, where can where, we find where you? do you live? I want your um, stuff. Yeah, I'm going to uh, steal from you. Uh, no, Mark, how about you? Hey, give me my lunch money. Um, you can find me on... Um, so, I actually, I, I'm going to upload a new video of me, my car uh, revving its engine soon on YouTube. So check that out. Uh, I look forward to seeing you on uh, YouTube's YouTube 2017 Rewind, where it goes back on the highlights of YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube.com. Um, and then you can find uh, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook if you want to. I, I'm fine with that. And then you can find me on Instagram <laughs> on as notes. well. Uh, and then <laughs> you can where on Facebook. Yeah. And then my, well, yeah, so... My Instagram is Mark Choi, and then it's I E A K A. Uh, it's and then my Twitter is Mark. Uh, go just go on the ABTS page and yeah. just search for my name. That's the fastest and you'll, way. You'll find it that way, or you can just message me on Instagram, and then I can link you to it, and then we can connect in uh, two ways instead of one. Well done, Mark. Uh, how about you, uh, Brent? Uh, nowhere in particular. Uh, I'm getting my shit kicked in on Guilty Gear. I play Faust a lot, so that could explain why. Ooh. That's all. That reminded me of the game Feist, and we interviewed those developers way back when. Oh, yeah. Great game. Um, we did. How about yeah. Basta? You can find me on Twitter. My username is at Matt Basta, um, or on the uh, the hot guys of GitHub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a real fucking accomplishment. Um, also, if you're looking to start a podcast, um, head on over to pinecast.com uh, and check it out. You can sign up for free. Brotherford B. Crawford. Well, uh, hold on. We're getting there. <laughs> you can say, Jesus, I got a little spiel. God. Um, <laughs> you got to sell them on it. Yeah, I do got to sell them on it. You can sign up with no credit card required, free forever. Um, we've got a free plan. Use it for as long as you want. And, and when you're ready for the good stuff and want some better analytics and want to grow your audience, good old use the coupon code Durango, R A N G O, for 40% off for your first three months. Um, uh, it's. 
kid tested, mother approved. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you'll like it. Can you make the next? Uh, can you make next week's uh, code baked beans? <laughs> is that all you think England is? It's just a country made on baked beans. Sorry. Remind me next week, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, uh, reach out if you want to chat about MP3s or podcasts or whatever. I'm unemployed for like a month, so. Woo! Uh, well, by unemployed, I mean working on Pinecast, but like, other than that, you know, just, just chilling. So <laughs> I think there's a weird correlation between unemployment and this podcast. Since this podcast, a lot of us have had to change jobs. That's how we first met Bren. So that's cool. Um, and listen, <laughs> yep, I've had a job since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like our show, please give us a like or a follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles ABT silence. I try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT silence. And yeah, it's been real, guys. I'm glad to finally have another episode with all four of us. And yeah. hopefully we can keep it up in the future and have more episodes with us. So yeah. I mean, with a little help yeah. from my little blue pill, we can keep it up all night. Oh, God. Yeah, actually, I remembered. Uh, <laughs> I take a lot of them little blue pills. You Trouble, get out of here. You're not allowed back here. Get, get. Oh, no. Actually, um, I remembered I probably should just be plugging my Steam profile. Uh, because really, Steam is the thing that would make the most sense to connect with the listeners. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Uh, <laughs> okay. My steam account, just search for just a space cowboy. And there's spaces between all of those words. And my profile picture is, Hey, from darker than black. You can't miss it. See you next week. <laughs>